the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. From the heart of New York City and the tri-state area to the most active real estate hotspots across America. Keeping you plugged in to the latest real estate market trends. From mortgage news and legal developments to everything you need to know about buying or selling a property. Benefited by the advice of the experts. Now, here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're back, and we are so lucky to have a special, special guest on. He is Richard Ferrari. He runs New York City all the way to Boston. Probably one of the most knowledgeable people on New York State real estate and the tri-state area, and also because of knowledge, but also one of the nicest people I know, so hopefully, if you have any questions, you can call us up to ask. But good morning, Richard. Good morning, Dottie. Good Thank you for having me this morning. Oh, there's no one better. Thank you for being on. So uh, listen, we're reading. You know, I you know I probably buy every paper in the world, and I, you know, and everything is kind of we're in a recession. We're not in a recession. The job market's great. Well, that they agree on, uh, and. Uh, you know, but there's all these different opinions, and I tell people opinions are just opinions. Okay, uh, what's you're in the midst of it now? You're you run New York City to Boston, right? So you really Correct. see it all. <laughs> yeah. What are you seeing, and are there differences in some of the areas? What do you see? Um, the suburban markets are definitely different from the city markets, but within the urban New York City markets, we'll talk. Queens, Manhattan, the Bronx, Brooklyn, and Staten Island, they're all different right now. Um, Manhattan, as we all know, is the largest residential market, um, one of the largest markets in the world for residential housing when it comes to either rentals or purchasing. And on the rental side, what COVID did, rents have skyrocketed. Okay. Naturally, when COVID first started and there was a temporary exodus out of the city, uh, rents plummeted. Um, That's a distant history right now. Rents are at all-time highs. Um, They're the highest in the country, Richard, I read. The highest in the country. They're the highest in the country. They're the highest they've ever been in New York City. Uh, And it's very difficult to rent, whether it's a studio, one-bedroom, four-bedroom apartment, it's very difficult. Uh, There is a shortage of rentals. And we're not talking rentals for the super rich. We're talking rentals for working, working New Yorkers in Manhattan that is, you know, that make a lot of money. We will say that when someone's spending $5,500 for a one-bedroom or $4,000 for a studio, you know, that's not cheap. Um, No. But we're 
talking the fifty thousand and twenty five thousand and hundred thousand dollar a month rentals. I mean, they're in a market by itself. We'll talk about the market that affects most people. And in Manhattan, the rental market is very scarce right now. Um, Do you have any advice you would give to people who are trying to get a rental? I mean, is there any advice that you would give them? Yeah, I I would. And it's the advice I give a lot of people. And that is, you know, if if, pick your neighborhood first and, you know, the rental buildings, the buildings that are only rental units, you have a better chance of getting an apartment than trying to rent a condominium. The condominium rental may be a better lifestyle, but it's much more difficult and more expensive. Um, you can call any Douglas Elliman agent. They'll give you advice. Uh, they'll help you. But the rental buildings um, that are strictly only rentals, they're not condominium buildings. You can, you have a better chance of getting the apartment you want. That's good to know. And would you would you suggest that they uh, make sure their credit is good before they apply? Uh, if you don't have good credit, it's going to be almost impossible to sign a lease. You may need a co-signer. That right. could be a roommate. It could be a parent. Uh, but if you don't have good credit, it's going to be difficult. So if you're thinking of moving or of in leasing an apartment or buying an apartment where you need a mortgage, you know, three months, six months, clean up your credit now. There are cleanup credit agencies that are out there that will help you. Uh, it makes a big difference. Uh, a lot yeah, of times bad credit was from, you know, a mishap from five or three or four or seven years ago that still shows up on your credit report. So try and clean up as best as you can because it definitely will help. Right. And, you know, that's a, such a great point. Don't underestimate that you check your credit because I remember one time, um, there was a, you know, they sent me a credit card that I didn't want. And so I don't know if I sent it back or not. I don't remember. But I didn't pay whatever the fee was because I didn't want it. And like, 10 years later, it appeared on my credit as, you know, that I didn't pay it. And I never even used it. I thought I sent it back. So sometimes there's a mistake, you know. So, Correct. You know, there are mistakes. You know, it and doesn't the other- mean, you know, you, Right. So you should check that before you even start to rent. Yes. And you can get that cleaned up. I mean, something similar happened to me. I had a bank card with a $15,000 balance that I was never using. $15,000 available credit. But it was costing me, say, $75 a year to keep this. I canceled it and my credit came down. And the credit counselor, when I called so-and-so, whatever mortgage broker, and they basically said, when you cancel a credit card, it's considered a little, a, a little bit of a negative, which made no sense to me. But you learn these things when you're a real estate broker on advising clients that they really, the best credit someone can have, the easier it is to move in New York City. Absolutely. And you don't, if you're looking and if you're in the market of whether you're going to buy a house or rent something or buy a, you know, an apartment, you also don't want to switch jobs and you don't want to buy a brand new car that you're not going to cash for. 
Yeah. <laughs> you're you're, you're correct on that. Um, uh, but, Dottie, we're in unique times. You and I have been working together for a long time. Uh, yes. You know, probably, what, 20 years now, 25 years or close to it. It's probably. Well, I, I lost track of time. But you know what, Richard? Yeah. I tell people in the beginning of the show that real estate is the universal language because everybody wants to know about it, whether they make $100,000 a year, $50,000 a year, or $20 million. Everybody is interested in real estate and especially New York, because New York is New York. And, you know, to tell you, when COVID first happened, and none of us thought it was going to be as long as it was, uh, then the vaccines came out. And I had a friend who was in Florida, and they said, oh, Dottie, if you want a vaccine, you could come to Florida by Thursday. It was a Monday. I'll never forget it. Come to Florida Thursday, and I can get it for you. So I said, I'll be on a plane. And when I got to Florida, I was like, wow, I mean, this is another country. Everybody was drinking. There were bars. And if you recall, Richard, it was very strict in New York. Very I mean, strict. We, we, were hit, we were hit bad, but it was strict. And they did that for a reason, which yeah. was the right reason. Um, and then there was this exodus. Now, both of us have places out east. And so we saw all these people leaving New York. Everybody was leaving to get away. And... I will tell you, and then I would go to Florida and I would see all New Yorkers also, but everyone after a while, and I'm not knocking Florida, it is a great state and they've done great things to it, and I'm, I enjoy my time when I go there, but if you're in New York, there is no place like New York, and I have to say this, and you know, I I say that People should learn. They can learn. The world can learn a lesson from New York City because we have, God knows, every language, every color, every, you know, every person with any thoughts. Every We have everything living in a vertical city where they're close to each other. And somehow it works. That it does. It does work in New York City. Big time. You know, you know, people are, you know, I see the, the the Trump guy walking around. I remember there was that cowboy that used to go around, a gold cowboy. Okay. Yeah. They're walking around. I'm like, oh, my God. You know, any place else they would throw the guy in a mental institution. But in New York, anything goes and nobody really cares what you are. And people are really accepting of all the diversity that is in there. And there's something that's really, I know I lived on Long Island my whole life. And then when I went to Douglas Elliman in the city, I grew so much from living in the city and being in the city, even at Douglas Elliman with all different people from all different countries. You really grow that way. And it's, it's, it's really, um, I, say, I don't think there's any other city like it. Not saying that it hasn't gone through rough times, but. It, 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 there's nothing like it. And, and it has gone through rough times, but. We're in a unique period right now because if you're – the first thing is – and you, you started on it with the exodus when COVID came. The best thing that happened with the real estate market with COVID in New York City is that it closed down, that anyone who was in an exodus didn't have the ability to sell their apartment because we couldn't work. So they still owned them, which helped in the end because – 
you know, a year later, you didn't want to sell your apartment. For everyone that's left New York City, very few have sold their apartments. They may be in Florida. They may be in the Hamptons, but they're still in New York City now. I mean, and that's the thing that we have a weird inventory situation in Manhattan right now. And I'm going to say Brooklyn also. Uh, Queens is a little more on like a suburban market, in my opinion, on inventories, but I will get there. In Manhattan, what when COVID interest rates plummeted, a majority of people that had mortgages refinanced. Uh, they went from five, six percent mortgages to three percent mortgages. They still have those three percent mortgages. It's the high mortgage rates right now that are, and they're not high. The higher mortgage rates right now are preventing oh, anyone stop. with a Where'd lower you, mortgage you rate. To, you hit on something that really yeah. that I am so on. I keep on reading high mortgage, high mortgage rates, uh, not uh, affordability problem, and I'm like. Are they kidding me? I bought my first house when it was like 14 or 15 percent, okay, and I refinanced. And the average mortgage rate throughout the years is about seven and a half, and we are below that. We're below that. Rates right now aren't, they're higher than the COVID rates. The COVID rates was a gift. It was a gift from the government in bad times that were happening right now. But I don't see those 3 percent mortgages coming back. Anytime oh, I, soon. I agree with you. That was yeah. a. I never saw it in my lifetime. I've been in the industry a long time. I never Correct. saw three percent. And so, no. if you can, I don't think it's a fair comparison to compare anything to the COVID time because that was a special thing. I never seen those that rate, and I, I, I couldn't swear by it, but I would say I would bet that we don't see that again. I I would agree with you on that. I'll never make a real prediction, but I would bet we don't see that again. But what it caused is um, the shortage of inventory isn't because there aren't buyers that don't want a five, six or seven percent mortgage. The buyers are there. It's that a seller doesn't want to move and give up their three percent mortgage. That's the biggest issue we're dealing with right now. Uh, and that's across the board in the United States right now. If you refinanced or purchase and have two and a half to three and a half percent on a mortgage, it's costly if you need a mortgage when you're moving uh, to take something out at five and a half when you have th- when you have three. It's preventing a shift in the inventory. In New York City, there's always someone that has to move, whether it's a death in the family, whether it's somebody who's making a fortune, somebody who's losing a fortune, someone whose family is growing. There's always reasons. So the best real estate, I always said the best job in the world is a New York City real estate broker because there's always movement. Uh, But right now you have interest rates and you have post-COVID renovation costs, which have skyrocketed. It's a fortune to renovate a part, an apartment in New York City right now. Um, actually, for a single-family house in the suburbs, it is also. Uh, those two reasons are keeping inventory tight. You can read where the Upper East Side has an abundance of apartments, but there's two inventories now on the Upper East Side or anywhere in Manhattan, the renovated inventory and the unrenovated. The unrenovated inventory is where a buyer can negotiate. 
a buyer has choices because of the cost and the time to renovate. But if you're willing to do it, you can end up with an unbelievable home in New York City by buying an unrenovated apartment right now. That's such good advice. That really is great advice because, you know, people like new, okay? You know, like I think when I was young, my father would say, you know, you know, you'll go in and you'll fix it over time, okay? You'll redo it over time. And um, the millennials are a different breed, and so maybe they have the right idea. They're like, well, we don't want to wait. We want everything right now. Yeah. So, okay. And I say, well, unless you are using the bank of mom and dad, okay, which is the best bank to use if you can, uh, hey, the way we did it, I mean, we didn't fix everything overnight. And if the bones are good and the layout's good, you know, if you if you have the right layout, it, you know, even if it needs work, when I say work, you know, if the kitchen needs to be, you can do that over time. You, I think, but I, this is an opinion. And again, I always specify when it's an opinion. I think it's a good time to buy. But I do think, and being in the business so long, I realize that you, when you, you need to get a great broker, and then when that broker calls you and says something just comes out, you really need to get there and see it. Would you say you that? Do. Would you agree? Like, that, you've got to go right away. 100%. 100%. Douglas Elliman listed. I get all the Hampton um, agent emails when a new listing comes on. And as you know, Dottie, I'm in Sac Harbor, and Sac Harbor is now very expensive. Wasn't when I purchased here no, originally it, it was the unhampton it was the it's crazy when yeah and uh you remember when when you first purchased uh douglas elliman the first thing i did was i took the douglas elliman sac harbor agents out to dinner so i could get to know them but sac harbor yes, was a uh, you know a middle class hamptons town in those days it was long island town i wouldn't even say hamptons but we were so close and it was so beautiful but today it's different. It's as expensive as East Hampton and South Hampton. Um, but it, a house came on the market for $2 million, which in the suburban markets, is, it still is a lot of money. But for Sac Harbor right now, it's not. And I sent that house to four friends that were looking. And they were like, and it was an excellent location. I was like, you won't get anything better right now in today's market. If you're really interested, you better come out this weekend to take a look at it because it won't last when something's priced correctly. Um, New York City, similar. When your broker says something new came on the market and it's unrenovated, so the price is 30% below what a renovated just sold in the same building, you should be jumping on it. Or if you want something that's renovated, this is beautiful. The owner just got transferred. They spent two years renovating on it. it, it the, the renovated market in Manhattan sells fast. The renovated market in Brooklyn sells fast. I priced the townhouse in Gowanus last week that was gorgeous. And when it comes on, it will probably sell within a week. Well, that's just it. So it's work. But, you know, you oh, have yeah. to have a good broker and you have to get out there. Like, you can't that's just wait. It. And even if you don't like it, you just have to go see it. Because anything good goes. 
And then suddenly um, somebody might have it on the market a while, and then they say, you know, it's time for me to drop the price. So, well, I will finish up after. We'll finish talking about that after the commercial. Good. We'll be back. I'm with Richard Ferrari, the CEO and the head of Douglas Elman. We are sitting with some valuable tips. adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy, now there's SkyRizzy, Rizenkizumab Rizza, a prescription-only 150-milligram injection. With SkyRizzy, three out of four people achieve 90% clear skin at four months, and SkyRizzy is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Nothing in me go hand in hand, nothing on my skin, that's my new play. Don't use if allergic to Skyrizi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms, such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. With SkyRizzy, you could achieve 90% clearer skin. Ask your doctor about the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis and visit SkyRizzy.com or call 1-866-SKYRizzy to learn more. Senior optimization strategist needed by Yahoo Holdings, Inc. in New York, New York. Work on a set of programmatic advertiser accounts with sales counterparts from pre-sale, campaign setup, and optimization. At least 15% domestic travel yearly. Salary range, $91,500 to $152,500. To apply, email resume to J at yahooinc.com and reference job number A-G-J-A-I-V. Again, senior optimization strategist needed by Yahoo Holdings, Inc. in New York, New York. I'm super excited about the conversation I just had with Alex Kinsella over at Route 22 Toyota. He was catching me up on the landscape of the automotive industry, and I got to tell you, he really seems to have it figured out. Alex and his entire team over at Route 22 Toyota in Hillside, New Jersey, makes the entire car shopping experience easy. He let me know that while inventory levels are far from perfect, they finally got a nice selection of new cars over at Route 22 Toyota, including RAV4 and Highlanders. Plus, they're holding inventory for local New Jersey residents versus selling them to people calling from out of state. Call Route 22 Toyota at 973-705-8905 and let the team show you one of the area's largest selections of new Toyota vehicles. And be sure to check out their huge selection of pre-owned and Toyota certified used vehicles while you're there. That's 973-705-8905. And remember to tell them that Joe Piscopo sent you. AM 970 The Answer is bringing Dr. Lederman's expertise in alternative cancer treatments to prime time every Monday night at 7. Dr. Lederman is triple board certified in radiation oncology, medical oncology, and internal medicine, and is the first physician to perform non-invasive body radiosurgery in the Western Hemisphere, treating thousands of patients covering nearly every size, site, and type of cancer, large and small, primary and metastatic. Listen to Dr. Lederman Monday night at 7 on AM 970 The Answer. AM 970 The Answer. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. We're back with Richard Ferrari, who is uh, runs uh, Douglas Elliman in New York and all the way up to Boston and uh, one of the most knowledgeable guys I know. So let me ask you something. With tips that you could give buyers and sellers, okay? 
what tips would you give them? Because it is difficult. I mean, inventory is tight, and I don't know about you, but again, I'm giving you my opinion. I don't see it uh, changing quickly. I don't see it changing either. Okay. Now, we could be wrong, but I don't see it unless there's something that we, you know, that's catastrophic that we haven't thought about. But it's tight, but there's no place like it. And obviously, there's demand for it. I and I see and just what I see because I don't have data on this, but I but I see a lot of young people coming to New York now. You know, it seems like it's getting you know a lot of young people, which they always liked it, but you know, a lot of young people. And um, what what tips would you give people who are looking to buy or rent in the city? And basically, what about sellers? Well, if you're a seller in Manhattan right now. Do whatever you can to make your apartment more attractive before it comes on the market. You know, I'm not saying renovate it, okay? You don't want to go through the time and the money to do that. But what I am saying is clean it out. If you don't need it, get rid of it. Okay, when a buyer comes in, it's the first impression. And, Dottie, you know this because you've sold hundreds, if not, you know, you, you, you know what it takes to sell. Okay, it's the first impression. A buyer knows within 60 seconds if they could ever live in the home that they're looking at. If it's cluttered, it's a negative. Get rid of it. Make sure it's spotlessly clean for a showing, especially in the beginning when it's coming on. You know, just do all the little things. If there was a leak 10 years ago from a toilet, make sure that ceiling is already painted. Uh, You can't. You know, any leaks within a year, I believe you have to disclose now in New York State. But so many ceiling leaks were from years ago when they were fixed and the homeowner was just too lazy to get it cleaned up. You know, so walk through as if you were a buyer for your own home and see what's wrong. Get it done now before someone comes in and says, I want to pay X, but because of A, B, C, D, E, F, and G, it's X minus. Okay, forget that X minus stuff. You want a buyer to come in and say, I have to renovate, but that's it. You don't want it to be your fault that you're not maximizing the value. If you're in the suburbs, yes, it's going to sell in a week, but at what price? Okay, the, the cleaner it is, if there's some minor landscaping that can be done, some rooms to get painted, you want something to look as good as it can. That's the best advice for a seller. Best advice for a buyer or a buyer, and then we'll go tenant. Go with your gut. If you love it, do your best to buy it. If you don't love it, move on. Doesn't matter on the price. You're not going to buy it. You'll end up backing out. You'll find something wrong. But when Dottie, as we said, within 60 seconds, a buyer knows if they love something. If you love it, go for it. If your broker says there's three people that are also going to be bidding on this, forget the asking price. What is it worth to you? And I say this all the time to agents and their clients. Doesn't matter if they're asking $750,000. There's six people that want it. It's going to trade closer to 900 or a million. What is it worth to you? If it had a million-dollar asking price, would you still want it? No. Okay, then try and use the 750. If it had a $900,000 asking price, would you still want it? Yes. 
okay, use 900 as your asking price. Forget the 750. So you're Don't saying make an offer. And, make and an make offer. An offer. If, if it's something that you can see yourself living in, make an offer. And Richard, how about this? Like, I, I've watched this my whole life. I mean, I think we're not in a market where this happens much anymore, but if your offer is rejected, let's just say, then you could still leave that offer in as a standing offer and hope that, you know, if they get somebody else, they do. But sometimes somebody else puts a deal together and it doesn't happen. So you can leave the standing offer also. And um, well, Yeah, the standing you offer. Have, but you, have, you can negotiate. Now, like I always tell people, listen, you're not going to steal anything. I mean, there's not a million steals where you're going to steal anything because – but you can find some good values and also – Get a broker who knows the terms. Sometimes somebody, you know, when I bought my first house, I found out because I was using a broker, even though I was a broker, I used a broker. I found out that the husband was transferred to another state and they had two kids and the wife was staying on until they sold the house. So to her, somebody that could move in right away was really important. Because she was, you know, she had two children, they were young, and her husband was in another state. So sometimes terms could be just as important or very important, too. So working with a good broker who knows that, and, you know, you could sometimes, you know, not that they're going to take fifty, you know, $1,000 less or something, but you never know. Also try to find out the terms. Correct. So you know, true on move-in fast. And l- limit your contingencies. Uh, you know, it's um, making it easier for a seller is almost as important as a higher price. You know, I, I mean, just, so. I, you're right. And you know what? I used to love this, Richard. You know, it's happened to all of us where you list the property and you get a, an offer right away for that full price. And then the seller says, well, maybe I listed it too cheap. Okay, <laughs> not they don't say, "Oh, wow, you did such a great job. You got me a, a buyer that wants and it's qualified in a week." They'll say, "Well, maybe." And if you're a seller, if you get the price and they have the terms and you, you know, their credit's good, don't try to hold out because sometimes that first deal is the best deal. You got that right. The first deal's the best deal. And in a bidding war, don't always go the highest price if you're a seller because the terms and many times in a bidding war, the one who wins it on the highest price backs out because they feel they're overpaying. Um, And then it goes to the next in line. You don't know. You know, I give a tip on a bidding war in New York State because it's uh, a legal issue. If you're agent, and I tell element agents, it's always up to the seller. Okay, five people bid in a bidding war, one person gets it. The other says to their agent, but I want it. Too late, the bidding war is over. No, it's not too late. You as a buyer always have the right, no matter what an agent says, to throw in another, a higher offer. It's up to the seller to say yes or no. Some sellers will say, I gave my word, it's done. Others will say, you're $50,000 more, I'll take you. 
you know, so. Wait a second, know, Richard, that is such an important point. Okay, yeah. so important. And no, and so, you know what? Nobody really talks about that. No so one talks about it. it. Yeah. We really go through that again with our listeners because that is so sure. important. And I don't uh, think people talk about it. I'm going to use a bidding war where the price is a million dollars, it ends up. Five people want it. The agent says, you know, I need your best and final by two o'clock tomorrow. Okay, best and final, two o'clock tomorrow. I go 975. And um, my agent comes back to me and says, Rich, you lost it. Okay, do you know how much I lost it by? The agent won't tell me, but you have, you, but it's over. Well, I still want it. Well, it's a good agent will say, how much do you want to pay? Okay, I was nine seventy five. I'll go a million seventy five. Listing agent says to your agent, it's over. And I've done this as an agent, and I say to the listing agent, it's not over because by state law you have to submit this offer to the seller. Now the seller may say it's over. I gave my word, or the seller may say I'll take it because I'm getting $50,000 more. You know, you don't know, but don't give up if you lose in a bidding right, that's war. So important. Something is not sold. It didn't go to contract. And actually, even if it went to contract, you could. You, but we we have to by state law, really, state law, office, because a seller could say, well, Dottie, if I knew that this person would have paid me $50,000 more, I would have taken that deal. Correct. So, as long as it's a qualified deal and, and it's an able and willing buyer who's going to close the deal, you know, a seller's going to, if you were a seller, you would take it. I would. Yeah, no, I know, but see, I think there's like this. I think there's a misconception with sometimes even agents, where if someone says, "Well, no, they accepted a deal," that the the agent thinks, "Okay, well, or you know, it's done," and it's, it's not, not done. Okay, not and done. you can always make an offer. And you know what? I haven't talked about that for so long, and that's so important. Yeah. Okay. I really, really can't tell everybody how important it is. So, Richard, uh, you have to come on again because I could, we could talk like two more hours about New York and, and all the surroundings. But do me that. How do people reach you? Give us all the info quick. Sure. Um, basically, R Ferrari, like the car, R-F-E-R-R-A-R-I, at element.com. Or you can just go on the Douglas Element website, pull up the management team, and look for me. But I'm there. Feel free. Anyone you have any questions on anything, shoot me an email. And I'll. And by the way, I'll post it online on my site. Don't drive and write. Okay. We'll post it. Which is. I love you and thanks so much for love being on our show. We'll be right love back. You Thank you. Great. Bye.
Mike Lindell and MyPillow are launching the new MyPillow 2.0 with a special buy one, get one free offer. The MyPillow 2.0 offers a brand new temperature regulating technology that keeps you comfortable throughout the night. The new fabric dissipates heat and humidity to create a cooling sensation to maintain a, a cooler surface temperature. MyPillow knows core body temperature plays a big role in how well you sleep. The new fabric technology helps regulate your body temperature throughout the night by creating a lower surface temperature for a more restful night's sleep. Machine washable and dryable with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee and made in the USA. Just go to the radio listeners page at MyPillow.com, use the promo code AM970 or call 800-651-0798 800-651-0798 Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on the new MyPillow 2.0 800 we can tell you about the incredible success we bring to local businesses, but it's better when it comes directly from our satisfied clients. Here's just one example. After searching for a new vendor to handle my search marketing campaign, I contacted Salem Surround after seeing the great work they did for another restoration company in the different market. Their team of experts recommended a mix of multiple tactics designed to get my business the most quality leads at the lowest cost, making my marketing budget stretch further. In our first year partnering with Salem Surround, we recorded our best year to date, and I've told many people how blessed I was to find them. The representative answered the phone every time I called and quickly addressed any questions or concerns concerns I had. Let Salem Surround give you an absolutely free audit of your current marketing and show you what your competition is doing. Then we come up with a personalized plan that's perfect for your needs. Google Salem Surround New York and let our marketing experts help you achieve real success. Remember to Google Salem Surround New York today. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation delivers on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices America's greatest heroes have made for us. Heroes like Marine Corps Corporal Seth Rasmussen. Seth was one of five Marines killed in a training accident when his Osprey aircraft crashed in California. He was just 21 years old. Seth is survived by his wife and high school sweetheart Avery and their infant son. Tunnel to Towers reached out to Avery within days of Seth's death to tell her she would receive a mortgage-free home. Tunnel to Towers has helped over 1,000 military and first responder families navigate the worst of times by removing the burden of a mortgage payment. Support our nation's heroes and their families. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. It's T, the number two, T.org. Brandon Tatum, weeknights at 8 on AM 970, The Answer. Continuing with Eye on Real Estate, your premier source for real estate information. Here's the host of Eye on Real Estate, the vice chair of Douglas Elliman, Dottie Herman. Well, we're back, and as I promised you in the beginning of the show, we're here with Amy Way, that's color consultant featured in House Beautiful on HGTV and HGTV Magazine, New York Times, and This Old Pass and Market Good Online. And Amy's here to give you knowledge on how to select the correct color palette for your home inside and out. And that has always been a challenge for me. Thank you for being on, Amy. Please tell us your advice. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. I'm a huge podcast fan. I've listened to many of yours. So I'm happy to be here. So choosing color is something that overwhelms a lot of people. It's, 
it's daunting. There's something like 4,000 colors to choose from. So what got me to be a color consultant is to help people and choose colors that are right for their homes. And there's several things to consider in choosing colors that are right for your home. Can I elaborate? Oh, of course. You can elaborate and give us all your information so we can call you. So our listeners can get your, <laughs> okay. you know, call you. Dude. Sure. So the most important thing is to determine the need of the space. So if you have a room or a part of your home or office and you want it to feel brighter, more colorful, you want it to be a place where you want to relax, or maybe you want it to be introspective if it's a home office, um, you can first thing is to do is to determine the needs of the room needs of how and part of this process is to see how the color can support those needs. Um, the second thing is to see what colors will accomplish this. If you want something that's going to let's say you have a room that you really relax in at the end of a long work day, you want it to be someplace where it's the colors are soothing, they're zen, they're quiet. Um, so maybe you'll choose something in the blue greens or peach or off white or cream, something in colors that for you feel personal and help you kind of wind down. Um, if you have a playroom or a color a room that you're playing in all day long that you want to spend hours in, maybe the colors will have a little more energy so you're comfortable in that room for a longer space, longer time frame. So um, as a color expert, I think the first thing to do is determine the needs of the space and then look at what colors will satisfy those needs. Well, you know, I also, I was, I said in the beginning of the show when I was talking about you coming on the show, I know that when I would do like, you know, and I'm a believer just for me, you know, I, I like to do my, my, my colors of my house and, uh, you know, fairly either or not white and off white. And if you go and look at the, just the color white or off white, there's 20 million different shades of, of like just white. Okay. And they have different hues, you know, you know, undertones like they're beige or blue. How do you, how do you, that is always a big challenge for me, all the different undertones. And and would you have to look at the light in the house? Does that make a difference? Yes. Think about whether you're using interior lighting, whether you're using natural daylight, and only do as much color as you're comfortable with. I always tell people, um, not to overdo their color because it'll be visually tiring. So if a color that's very delicate is most comfortable for you, that's the direction that you should go in. Um, you know, it, it's fascinating to me because it's a very personal process. So what's right for one person isn't necessarily right for someone else. So I'm a big believer in not necessarily listening to what's trending or what's popular because it's personal. It's got the, the colors have to feel really right for you and they have to make it feel like you could be in that space for hours and feel just as comfortable at the end of the day as in the beginning of the day. So how does someone reach you? And when they do, what can they expect? Like, how do you work with people? Because there's so many people that, you know, I've been in business a long time that would love to have that service because it's sometimes it's overwhelming. Um, how, yeah, you know, how do you reach you? And then what, like, and then how do you work with somebody so they uh, basically they would reach me by amywax.com, A-M-Y-W-A-X.com, and they would look at, you could see lots of examples of my work and fill out a form there. Um, but I also want to mention that um, you can find me on social media. I'm on, I'm on um, Pinterest, on Instagram, on Twitter. I'm, I'm really kind of all over because 
I feel like the more information I share, the more it's helpful for people. And I like to guide people to choosing colors that, that improve their lives. I mean, I think that we are affected by the li- the colors that we live in. And part of the reason I took this on is to help people improve their lives through the use of color. Well, I think that's great. Well, you can expect me to, uh, you know, I'll find you because um, I think it's daunting. I think that, and I think that it, I agree with you that it's, you know, up to your personal preference. Uh, but like I said, you know, I also have a hard time sometimes with undertones. So if somebody contacts you through your website or, you know, then, you know, what, then you have a consultation with them. How do you, how do you work? Do you work with people outside all over or you're limited to a, a certain state or you can basically work with anyone? I work with people all over the country, and I have been doing that since long before the pandemic. So basically, people contact me. I can walk through the space with them on FaceTime or on some other form of communication and um, just you know talk about what the needs are of their space and give them colors to choose from. I could also meet with them if they're somewhere that's local or someplace that I can get to relatively easily. And you know, that it's all about connecting with them in one way or another and finding out what works for them. What's also really important is to know that if you have something that's a guide to go by, it can be a jumping off point for your colors of your home. So if you have a piece of artwork that you love, if you have a rug that you are really inspired by um, or furniture right. that you've added in them with fabric, of, that could also be a jumping off point for your design. Um, and it can give you something to start from, so it doesn't have to be as daunting. Right, right, right. And I think it makes such a difference. You know, I mean, I, and again, color is personal, so everyone's going to have different tastes. But, you know, I think that, well, you know, I know when I was buying my houses, I, I would find that, see, this light, you know, you know, the light makes it different, makes the tone look different. Uh, you know, so if you have windows and you or you face south and you have a lot of sun, like, and then there's a lot of undertones, right, to a color. Like, in other words, some right. have yellow undertones and some have blue. Can you explain that a little bit? Like, I, that's why I think it's really important because you can, right. when you have the bones of the house done and the colors done, okay, that's really the main thing. I mean, you can, you know, you could, you don't have to put a lot of furnishings in a house at all. Well, I don't think. No, I don't think you do either. I think you're absolutely right. But I think what's also really important is when you're, if, let's say you're looking at a few different colors. In the paint store, the colors are very different. And online, the colors are somewhat different as well. So I think I would narrow, whatever you're choosing, narrow it down to three or four colors, get a sample, paint a board, whether it's like a piece of white poster board from the drugstore, and look at it in your room and look at it in shadow. Look at it in sunlight. Look at it with lights on, lights off. So that you really get to experience the color before you're painting and in investing in the entire room. I think it's well worth it because any color sample is not, I mean, any like color you see online or in the paint store is not going to be nearly as effective as when you're seeing it actually on the walls of your home, you know, with the board that you hold up or move around the room. But, yeah, that's so important. That's such an important tip. And usually, can't you, I think, I mean, I could be wrong, but if I remember correctly, can't you buy a little sample or they give you a little sample of the paint? Like, in other words, if you pick yeah. a so few colors temp- you like. It's a temporary, 
it's a it's a temporary paint, but certainly absolutely fine for sampling the paint and seeing how it looks in your home. And because what you may end up with is using a different finish or using something that is, you know, a little bit brighter, a little bit darker, but it gives you a starting point. And I think that's hugely successful. I also think that people are much better at choosing colors for their home if they have something to guide them. Um, which is where the color 911 app came in, and we can talk about that. But the other thing is I think if they, if they have samples to look at, they can tell if they like it or not. They can, any one of us can say, yes, that feels good. No, that doesn't feel like it's what I'm looking for. So I think by sampling the paint product, you can really experience it, and that makes all the difference in whether you go ahead and paint the whole room or whole house or whether you try something different. Now, what were you saying before that about colors, 911? What did you say? You were just mentioning something that you said we could talk I about. Created, I created an app called Color 911. It's been tremendously successful. Um, it has been acclaimed by everyone from um, Architectural Digest to El Decor to, HGT, to um, HGTV Magazine to um, This Old House. It got product of the year. What it does is it shows you different ways like you can look at color themes which are several colors put together and you can see how the colors work together so let's say you have a blue rug you say what am i going to do with blue i can look on that color 911 app look at all the different themes that have blue in it and say oh you know here's one i really like this is what i'm going to use to guide me through all the decisions for the room i can choose a color for my sofa my paint colors my you know, accent chair, whatever you want to do, but it gives you a guide to go with as what colors go well together. So it's tremendously wow. helpful. It got, it, it's, I just wrote that down for myself. I mean, that is fabulous. So you could actually, it, 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 it actually shows you colors that will work together with like a main color or that if you have to, you know, let's say you have a favorite rug or something. Yes, absolutely. You could also, another feature in the app, is you can take a picture, let's say, of your rug and choose colors that are in the picture and it will create an image with the colors on top of it so that if you want to go to the paint store and match a paint color, you don't have to bring your rug to the paint store anymore. So this allows you to choose colors from a rug, from artwork, from fabrics that you like, anything that inspires you, and that gives you the way to match your colors beautifully. Amy, you have to come on again. I mean, you really, I'm going to post this. If you just get the information, I'm going to post it. Um, anyway, okay, just fast, quick. Amy, 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 back. I will post this on our website. If you didn't get it, it will be on my website by tomorrow. And that's W-A-X. Thank you. The preceding hour of programming paid for by DTHY Realty Incorporated. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.